It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. I'm Adam Ritz. Welcome to the show. We're going to feature a, a part two of a conversation we had with Jackie Meyer. She is a volunteer with Special Olympics. And on our last episode, we uh, featured a conversation with her and her team, uh, her volunteers. Uh, this is part two of that same conversation. We'll bring in the CEO of Special Olympics Indiana, Michael Furnish. And we'll also get to meet her daughters and talk about how much fun it is for the entire family to get involved in the world of volunteering with the Special Olympics. This is part two of that conversation. If you know me at all, uh, you know that I'm very passionate about volunteering and um, passionate about these children. And uh, I, I think I think that's very, uh, very valuable. I, I think just, you know, just for me to... Um, I don't know, maybe get my hands dirty, <laughs> so to speak. Um, I think that goes a long way. And we, our athletes come from two small towns. Posey County is kind of a large county, but we deal mainly with Mount Vernon and Poseyville and then those in between in our county. And the one good thing about small towns is word spreads quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I think our program kind of speaks for itself. People want to get involved with it because, as I said, in a small town, everyone hears, oh, Special Olympics and how much fun it is and how much the athletes get from it. And I think that that's one of the benefits from the small town. And I always encourage people just to come and watch, oh, yes. be a spectator. And once they've come and watch and, and see what joy it brings them, they want to be a part mm-hmm. of it. It's not really a hard sell. No, 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 not at all. No. Uh, is there a, a best practices, a best practice to recruit to get volunteers? Is there a secret, uh, maybe a secret ingredient, or your best way to, volu- to to recruit for volunteering? In Posey County, we just ask. Yeah, mm-hmm. we it's just really easy. Yeah. We just tell people, hey, we need some volunteers, and we have them. And, and they're we're very blessed. Willing. Yeah, yeah very they're always willing. willing. Mm-hmm. Our guests uh, are from the Special Olympics, and we're talking about volunteering and volunteerism. Uh, Jackie Meyer is our guest. Uh, thank you again for your time and for sharing with us. This is inspirational stuff, our listeners, uh, me included. We like hearing this stuff because uh, we like to get involved with our communities, too. Sometimes we don't know what the best way is to do it, and hearing your stories make us want to get more involved. Uh, Jenny Parker, as well, is here, and Maureen Bestie. Uh, should we drag your husband up here? I think Jenny? he'd love to come up here. Um, let's drag uh, your husband, Randall Parker. Randy. I'm sorry. Ra- Randall Parker is with dad. Randall Montgomery Parker. <laughs> Sit down here. Um, Randy Parker joining us now. And uh, I hear you do a lot with uh, the Polar Punch with Special Olympics. Yep. Tell us uh, about that. Kind of, I guess the first year our county participated in the Polar Plunge, uh, Vicki Dawes, who I went to school with as well as Jackie, came up and wanted to know if I wanted to join her team. And I said, you know, I could probably donate, you know, that whole going into cold water. She goes, yeah, but we want someone fun on the team. So 
I got suckered right into it. Uh, it. It's just, there's not too many things that I would jump into a frozen lake for, but the Special Olympics is one of them. And you bring up a word that, that just stood out to me, that, that it's fun. So you're having fun volunteering with Special Olympics. Oh, definitely. I couldn't do what they do day in, day out, but I get to help with the fun stuff. And Special Olympics is definitely fun. Okay, so let's ask this question, and your answer is going to be, um, the most fun I've had with Special Olympics, the most fun I've had volunteering with Special Olympics is, and then you fill in the blank. So... Take your time. I'm putting you on the spot, I know. Um, I'm sure after five years now, you've probably got a lot and, um, and a lot of fun. Um, but I really want our listeners to know that, that um, you know, community service and servant leadership and getting involved isn't a bunch of work. It's a, it's a great opportunity to get involved and have a lot of fun, too. So maybe, Jenny, you got one popping out in your head now? I do have um, and one. And start with... Um, Volunteering through Special Olympics has been a lot of fun, and here's why. Okay, volunteering for Special Olympics has been a lot of fun. Um, My most memorable experience as a volunteer was four years ago when I came to my first state games, and I didn't know what to expect. Um, we We were kind of disorganized at that time. We've come a long way since then, but it was the opening ceremonies, and I was amazed at the opening ceremonies. And then I saw all of the faces of our athletes during the opening ceremonies. And they were in awe of everything that was going on. A lot of them had never experienced maybe even being in a big auditorium like that. And so that was my most memorable experience, is that powerful opening ceremonies. Jackie, how much fun is it? Special Olympics has been um, j- just has made a tremendous impact on my life. Uh, but the most fun and memorable moment, um, and, and I can't believe she just said four years ago at the opening ceremonies because that's what, exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but just um, it, we had a um, in our community we did a uh, fitness club and uh, the. The, the Special Olympics Indiana offered a grant and we had uh, we put it together and we decided that our athletes had to walk so many miles to get to win a pair of shoes that's what we decided we were going to do with our grant money and um, I think for me the most memorable moment the most fun uh, in Special Olympics was passing out those shoes that night that mm-hmm. those uh, athletes won those that shoes was they, um, oh wow, the, the, the faces that, that evening, and they knew they were coming to get their shoes. <laughs> yeah, brand new pair of shoes, which is a big deal to a lot of these kids. Mm-hmm. But I, I think them earning those shoes and me getting the opportunity to pass those out was the most, most memorable, most fun moment. Randy? It'd have to be last year, uh, one of our adult athletes, Mike's a good guy. He he he's the happiest guy. He he was just happy to ride the bus up here. I mean, he he just truly just was happy to be doing something fun. He can be a little contrary. Well, he wandered out of bounds a few too many times at the 
his walking race last year. So he wound up with like a sixth place ribbon. Didn't matter to him. I go get him off the podium. He walks up. He's holding his ribbon up there. I said, hey, let me take your picture. I'll text it to your mom. And I said, could you smile a little bigger? He couldn't. He was maxed out on the smile. I mean, you just – and every time he smiles, you, you he just – he is happy to be here. He's happy to be involved with Special Olympics. When he bowls, you know what lane Mike's on. <laughs> you can hear it all the way down the other end of the lanes. He is the happiest bowler you will ever meet in your life. It, it just – I'm I'm just blessed that they let me play. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, you mentioned off mic earlier, Randy, that you do some video. You you uh, shoot video for some of the events. I'm the lunch. I'm the unofficial <laughs> multimedia guy for <laughs> Posey County Special Olympics. Uh, I kind of use it in my fundraising. I want my friends that are donating to my Polar Plunge to see where their money's going. You know, yesterday I posted up probably 70 or 80 pictures. This morning I wake up, I've got like 175 notifications. You know, I never realized the the power of the social media until I got involved with the Polar Plunge. And I am very blessed to have very giving and, and caring friends that realize that, you know, I'm passionate enough to jump in a cold lake, not once, but once you reach $4,000, your punishment or reward is they invite <laughs> you to come up to Indy and participate in the Super Plunge. And I'll do it every year. Uh, I, I've went from 1200 the first year to 4700 to over $10,000 this year. And that's just family and friends. That's you know, no big corporate sponsorship or nothing, but that's also how tight knit our community is. Mm-hmm. You know, they they understand that, and that's part of the reason I did it. When we first started, we had to, didn't have any money. You know, and it takes money to buy uniforms, equipment. Uh, we're starting bocce. Hopefully, we'll be competing next year with bocce as soon as we find someone that knows how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got a girl we went to school with. We're going to contact her, and I think she'd be a good fit for it. And uh, I said, I'm just glad they let me help with the fun stuff. You know, if I got to jump in the lake twice and freeze, it, it's totally worth it to see the smiles. So, Jackie, um, when you're looking for volunteers and qualities in a volunteer, leadership, commitment, uh, some of the intangibles, you know, with Randy and his social media and video pictures and video I mean that's a tangible skill set that you're bringing to the table as a volunteer what are are there some other tangible skill sets that you're looking for from volunteers Um, you know they have to want to be there Um, you know it it takes a a lot of patience it takes uh, uh, it takes a lot of effort and uh, they just those volunteers I I really want them to help if they want to be there Uh, we've had a lot of volunteers over the years um, have to be there because they were told to come, and uh, wow, the difference in that 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 want to be there and have to be there is is incredible. So, absolutely, one of the requirements I would would suggest is you want to be there. 
Well, this has been a fantastic conversation with Special Olympics, um, talking about volunteering with uh, Jackie Meyer, team leader uh, with Special Olympics and her team, uh, the Parkers, Jenny and Randall. I'm sorry, Randy. Randy. Uh, Randy <laughs> Parker. And you're married, and that's something interesting to me. Married people volunteering together. Uh, you've heard the cliche that married people never want to work together. You, you know, you get to see each other enough at home. So you're at home, you're a married couple, you're empty nesters now, as Jenny yes. has told us. And now you're volunteering as a couple, too. Talk about that from a married perspective, Jenny. Well... When we're would, you volunt- would you encourage other, other married couples? <laughs> uh, this is a great activity. It's a date night thing. Get involved. It, you, it's almost a date to go volunteer with Special Olympics. And, and it is. A lot of times during the event, we are not together because we are so busy. We're going different directions. However, as empty nesters, sometimes we, we struggle with what to talk about at home. So this gives us a definite common interest to talk about at home. Um, there'll be enough. Just, there'll be enough stories after this weekend to, <laughs> to last us a month. There's never a dull moment That's at true. the Special Olympics. That's true. But it's it's just been really good for us because our children have gone, and now it's it's almost as if we have more children that we just don't take home with us. So <laughs> it's even better. Yes, yeah. it is. And our, our our daughter has actually come down this morning. She's probably out there helping with our athletes while we're in here doing this That's interview. Right. In the air uh, drove down from <laughs> IU to help. So I mean. I don't know how many athletes have come up and said, where's Tara? It's been a good family, a family event for us, as well as a married couple event for us. You guys talking about being married with Jackie sitting there. You look like you're their daughter. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like you're looking at your parents. (laughs) (laughs) So we welcome now... Michael Furnish, the CEO of Special Olympics, to join the conversation. Uh, Mike, uh, how's this been with all the volunteers coming on board with your group with Special Olympics? Well, the answer to that question is we're humbled and amazed at the quality of people who come to Special Olympics as volunteers. Uh, Our mission, our goal is to make a difference in people's lives. And, And for a person with an intellectual disability, the biggest difference that can be made is a chance to be part of their community to have people accept them, to ask them to do things, to expect results, and and to create a life like the rest of us take for granted. And when we have volunteers like you're talking to here today, it's it's an amazing experience to imagine that the stories today are amplified by hundreds with the number of volunteers that are here and the the skills they bring and the, the passion is the word the passion that people bring to, to this cause. Uh, the, the question I have for the team here, um, you've recruited lots of volunteers. You've invested your souls in Special Olympics. And I want to know what difference you think it makes to the athletes. What, how might athletes' uh, lives be different because of your volunteer work? No, I think um, as a coach, and and I think I, 
I can speak for these ladies as well. Um, we're very careful. We do not treat our athletes any different. Uh, we expect respect from them, and we certainly give respect uh, to them. And really the bottom line is life's not fair. And so I feel like our volunteers through this process are able to teach our athletes um, really life skills um, that you have to, um, you, you have to be tough. You have to work hard. You have to be dedicated. You have to, uh, to, to move forward and to, to be a productive part of society. And I, I think because our volunteers um, have such respect and such um, passion for our athletes, it, it's a two-way street. And uh, our athletes have grown and have, have, have just really blossomed with, with Special Olympics, if that answers your question. That, that, that better than answers my question. <laughs> yeah. You've been listening to The Michael Furness Show. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mike, for coming in with that question. Please, I, a follow-up. I have Go another ahead. question. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have an all-time great family member who uh, talks a lot about his son receiving awards and, and the experience of being an athlete and achieving. And he says, and at the end, he loves to talk about it. At the end of every event, the athletes line up on a podium and they receive awards. And he says the only question he ha- is left unanswered after 50 years of being involved in Special Olympics is who benefits more, the athlete who gets the award or the volunteer who puts the award over their, their shoulders. How does your involvement as volunteers in Special Olympics make a difference in your lives? From a personal standpoint, we have to be the athletes, the coaches, but we're also their friends. And I've had a lot of our athletes in class as a teacher since I've taught for so long. Um, and they, they not only see me as their teacher anymore, they see me as their friend. And we have made a lot of friends through volunteers and a lot of friends as athletes. They text us, they call us, they email us, they're Facebook friends with us. So I think that's been an impact for me as far as becoming a volunteer. They become family. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Family? You mentioned family? Your daughters are here. They are. Right? Yes. So let's bring uh-huh. them in. Ladies, would you join the, uh, the broadcast and let's keep the family affair going with Special Olympics and volunteering. Jackie Myers, our guest, and your daughter's names are? I have today my youngest daughter, Madeline. She's 10. And my oldest daughter, Maggie, is 21. Um, Welcome, ladies. Thank you. So, I guess let's start with the mom, uh, the mommy perspective. What's this like uh, volunteering with your daughters? You know, um, I don't think I had any idea the impact um, volunteering. Wait a minute, sorry. Hang tight. Hold that thought. This way. Did this. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can uh, in post production. I'm going to um, put together the Michael Furnish show with, with your questions. I'm actually, kind of inspired today. Yeah, you can start your own podcast. Needs mic. Five mics. Mike, 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 Mike
we'll start with the mommy perspective. What's this like volunteering with your daughters? You know, when I started volunteering with Special Olympics, I don't think I had any idea the impact it would have on my children. Um, I have two of the three with me today, and all three have been uh, very involved with Special Olympics. And, and I think they can tell you um, it, it's they've gained, I think, as much as I have from the, the experience. Madeline, do you enjoy volunteering with Special Olympics? Yes, the athletes are hilarious all the time. <laughs> all the time. Huge smile on your face for our <laughs> listeners. Um, do you have a favorite story? Um, they're all pretty funny. Maybe tell them what happened last night. <laughs> uh, there was a guy that we were high-fiving, and his pants fell down. He was dancing too much. He wouldn't <laughs> stop dancing. His so to help him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and when your mom first came to you and said hey, we're going to get involved with Special Olympics. You have to get up at 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday, and we're going to go do this. Uh, what is your reaction? As a, as a little kid, you, were you fighting that, or did you look forward to doing it? I look forward, and I don't really like to get up at 7.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's something that we've kind of just, it was never a, hey, we're going to do this now. It, we kind of always grew up around it. I mean, I remember when I was in elementary school going to her, you know, special education classroom after school. So we've grown up with these kids. We've grown up around this environment, and it hasn't been, it hasn't been a huge change. It's just been kind of a natural progression of, you know, seeing, getting more involved in their lives. And Maggie, you're 21. Yes. So you, I mean, this is really amazing that you've got. I mean, when did you start when you, volunteering with your mom when you were 15, 16? Well, it, she was with special needs kids, so maybe you grew up in this environment. Yeah, we did. She actually, we, um, she was working in the special needs classroom at my elementary school when I was in elementary school. And so, like I said, I've been around the kids um, from a very young age. But, yeah, I, uh, she drug me along to practice and everything whenever she started the program. So I've been volunteering with her, I mean, for about, um, you know, since it started four and a half years, I went away to, I go to college at IU. So, uh, during the school year, I'm not around, but, um, whenever I come back, the kids are always like, Hey, I remember you. What's your name again? Are you coming to help us? And so it's a lot of fun. It's always fun to come home too. You've seen, you know, the average college student, 21, hasn't seen the powerful inspirational stuff that you've seen and it's I would argue that it's putting you light years ahead of the average 21 year old that's just trying to get into a nightclub um, how do you think that volunteering with Special Olympics has I guess helped out your life I think it's done a huge service for perspective and gratitude I mean I'm among the most privileged population in the United States you know I'm getting a college education I have all these incredible amazing opportunities and still you know in my daily life I find things silly things to complain about and so being around the special needs athletes and just working with these kids it's like I have no room to complain I have you know I have everything all these doors opened for me and being able to see them get the same opportunities and even when they don't have the same opportunities that I'm awarded they are over the moon for everything that they do get they you know they don't have bad days 
they do, but you know, they're grateful for all of their opportunities that they do have, and they're grateful for all of their experiences, and they're happy, and they are thriving in their environment. So being able to see that, it really reminds me of all, you know, all of the good things that I have, and to be thankful and for each day that, you know, that I can do everything that I can. Has it affected your choice of study or what you want to do with your life? Well, um, I am in the process of applying to medical schools now, and I received a great suggestion just (laughs) a little while ago, Um, and volunteering in the medical profession with, um, you know, students and people with disabilities has always been something that I have considered, but it is a real possibility and a, a great option for, you know, a future rewarding career. And Madeline, 10 years old, uh, have you thought about what you want to do with your life? And Not really. <laughs> affected that decision? Um, no, not really. I don't know if I want to do what my mom does or I want to do something else. <laughs> we see the good and the bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to continue to volunteer probably. Yeah. Well, this has just been fantastic. I, I feel blessed to have been able to spend time with with Jackie Meyer and your, your story, your family, your volunteers with Special Olympics. Um, we'll put links to all your information and um, your Twitter if you want to get that out. What, do you tweet or do anything like that? Facebook or <laughs> no. is there a Special Olympics Facebook page? Facebook would be great. Okay. <laughs> well, Randy, what's that Facebook page? Posey County Special Olympics. Posey County Special Olympics on Facebook if you want any more information about Jackie's story. Jackie, thank you so much for joining me on the show and you know we look forward to having you back on sometime in the future you're very welcome thank you now we're going to keep rolling because i just wanted to get that ending in for my radio show but uh i mean if anybody in the room wants to throw anything into the mix and we can get more anything else on camera we'll keep the mics live and we'll keep mike live (laughs) the camera rolling you know, I forgot a while ago when you asked um, one of my favorite moments. Um, last year at Summer Games, we had about a, a, a lady that's about 50 years old. And uh, uh, one of my favorite mem- memories is, you know, I was telling her, great job, Alma, you did awesome. And she said, thank you, would you take my picture? And uh, so I took her picture, and she said, can you send it to my mother? And, you know, this, here this 50-year-old woman is asking me to send a picture with her medal around her neck to her mother. It just, it really just touched my heart. It just, it brought tears to my eyes, and it, it was just, it was a beautiful moment. You can catch up with The Adam Ritz Show online. Podcasts of recent shows, including this one, can be found at adamritzshow.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook slash Adam Ritz Show, or follow at Adam Ritz on Twitter. I'm Adam Ritz, and today the Adam Ritz Show is at Central Methodist University, and we are broadcasting in front of this live studio audience. That's awesome. Thank you for the cheers. I, I know those cheers aren't for me. They're for your buddy here, Caleb uh, Bogart. Hi, Caleb. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? We bring you on the show to talk about your integrity, your character here at um, Central Methodist University. You're part of this uh, Champions of Character within the NAIA. Uh, tell us what you guys do here. Uh, with Champions of Character, a lot of the stuff that we do is we, uh, we're very involved with uh, the community and giving back mainly. You know, we, as, as you said earlier, with being a college student, 
and there's lots of perks. And one of the biggest perks is, you know, people look up to you as a, as a student athlete as well. And we get the chance to really give back to the community in that sense. So. And, and uh, top of your head, what do you guys do? Read to the kids, uh, raise money, funding for cancer? Uh, one, one of the funnest things, that, uh, one of the most fun things that I got to be a part of definitely was uh, we did, we uh, went to the schools, the middle schools, and we, uh, we performed and had a little uh, map test boost up hype thing for them. So, you know, with going through all the tests all day long, they get bored and it gets drawn out sitting in a classroom all day. And we, uh, we did a little game show host forum thing, and it was real fun and real exciting getting to interact with them. And, so. and were you the host? Were you the game show host? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was ace map testerson for the day. <laughs> all right. And uh, do you remember one of the questions? Was it like a Q&A, kind of like Jeopardy? Uh, it was kind of, we had, we had all our, uh, our Vanna Whites lined out, and we had them come up and choose, and they, had, they flipped over the sheet, and it was, uh, was kind of a yes-no, true-false thing, so pretty simple. And the kids, I got to believe, loved it, you know, seeing college <laughs> guys come in. Did you wear your, your uh, logos on your chest, your team jerseys and stuff? And these kids think you're like superheroes. Yeah, we, they, uh, they, really, they really got into it. It was, it was really fun whenever, because with... With each question, we get to pick a, another student to come up, and they were really just—they got so hyped about, you know, we want to be the guy to go up there and be around these student athletes and get to pick the question, answer the question, and be in front of everyone. So, yeah, it was—it was really fun. Well, it's fantastic you guys get involved, and we thank you for all your community service. Uh, it's one of our goals on the show is to get people across America to get up off their couch, get involved, make a difference on planet Earth. Let's give another round of applause to Caleb Bogart. Thank you, sir. And to everybody here at Central Methodist University, thanks for hosting the Adam Ritz Show. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.